Well, hello there, and welcome to episode 12 of the Musical Connections podcast. I'm your host, Zach Snow, and we got another great episode lined up for you this week, as we're going to be talking to two-time ECMA nominees, Reverend Dave and the Sin Eaters, specifically Reverend Dave Petal. That's going to be coming up right after this week's newfound releases, and we are going to start with uh, one of uh, Reverend Dave's and the Sin Eaters' label mates on Pharaoh's music, Darcy Scott. He's released uh, the first single off his uh, upcoming album, which he is working on with Fairgale's Stephen Green. Right now, here is Enough on newfound releases as part of the Musical Connections podcast. a happy life I'm killing myself at a discount price Staring at the drinks across the table Doing every damn thing But keeping me stable I've been scraping rock bottom for most my life but it's hard to keep your head up when love isn't on your side You, you pick me up and guide me through this mess of mine Like I've known you my whole life Every day you're my saving grace In the darkness you're my light Whenever I fall down you lift me up Instead. Nice car, a couple dogs, and a messed up bed, and a brown eyed beauty to share it all with. Everything I dreamt is coming true. Ever since you, you pick me up and guide me through this mess of mine. Like I've known you my whole life. Every day you're my saving grace. Baby, that is enough 
Darcy Scott for you on the newfound releases portion of Musical Connections. That is enough. And the way I said it, that is enough. Well, that is enough of Darcy Scott. And we're going to be going to uh, singer-songwriter Chris Pico. Here is the second single off his upcoming album, Split Down the Middle. This is Time Changes Everything on newfound releases as part of the Musical Connections podcast.
great song to wrap up the newfound releases portion of Musical Connections. Chris Pickles, Time Changes Everything. And over the next couple of weeks or so, I'll be speaking to some of the Juno and East Coast Music Award nominees from Newfoundland and Labrador. And we're continuing on the West Coast this week with Reverend Dave Peddle from Reverend Dave and the Sin Eaters. So Reverend Dave and the Sin Eaters are up for two East Coast Music Awards, one being Blues Recording and the other being Country Recording of the Year. Right now, we are next to connect. Here is Dave Peddle. Alrighty, welcome back to the Musical Connections Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Snow, and over the next couple of episodes, we are going to be speaking to a number of East Coast Music Award and Juno Award nominees on their award nominations and go over their careers a little bit. Now, on last week's episode, I interviewed Juno Award-nominated graphic designer Judd Haynes, and we went over the album design that he did for uh, the Kuba Sonics album, Kuba Songs. And we are going to be going to an East Coast Music Award nominee out on the West Coast. Their band is based in Cornerbrook. They are Reverend Dave and the Sin Eaters. They're up for Blues Recording and Country Recording of the Year. And joining me right now to talk all about that is the lead singer of Reverend Dave and the Sin Eaters, David Peddle. David, welcome to Musical Connection, sir. Hey, thanks a lot, Zach. Glad to be here. And uh, it's glad to have you on, and uh, congratulations uh, again on your uh, two uh, East Coast Music Award nominations. Thank you very much. We're extremely excited. That is awesome, and uh, that's from your latest album, Beams of Love, and I had a chance to listen to it uh, uh, about a month or so ago, and uh, it's a wonderful album, and uh, congratulations again, and you most definitely deserve it. Oh, I really appreciate that, Zach. It was uh, a real pleasure to make. Absolutely, man. Now, um, I just want to start things off here with uh, how are things in your world? Uh, how are things in the world of Dave Petal? Oh, they're just uh, wonderful. Uh, I've been uh, playing a fair bit of music, a couple of different groups, and uh, my youngsters are more or less reared up, and, uh, and I'm surviving the winter pretty well. Plowing a lot of snow. <laughs> Tell me about it. It's just before I started to record this conversation, I had to shovel the driveway out a little bit. And um, just the snow that's coming here, like now over here in St. John's, we're starting to get a good consistent uh, dumpings of snow. Uh, I mean, once every like two days or once every week. I mean, it just don't stop. It's wicked, isn't it? <laughs> you got that right. Now, um, of course, uh, I want to go back to your uh, early days. Uh, and uh, just find out where you grew up to and uh, what drew you to music in the first place. So uh, what was life growing up on the West Coast and what drew you to music? Well, it was it was lovely. I mean, I grew up in a part of Cornerbrook called Humbermouth on uh, on Peddles Lane, actually. And oh, wow. uh, where I grew yeah, where I grew up was wild. I had almost I think forty some odd relatives on the lane because there were uh, at least four households of eight or more kids. So it was just extraordinary. I mean, certainly something my kids won't experience. They don't have anywhere near as many cousins, right? So uh, that was wonderful. And my father actually played in the band. And uh, he played very regularly. And he was a real lover of music, as was my mother. And they made a point of, uh, you know, sharing the music they loved with me and, uh, and particularly asking me to, you know, pay attention to the lyrics and that. Uh, you know, I remember my dad, uh, you know, pointing to artists like Chris Christopherson and, and just being amazed at what could be expressed in their lyrics and their poetry. 
That's wonderful, man. Now, I actually want to get this out of the way. Uh, I know your band is called Reverend Dave and the Sin Eaters. Are you an actual reverend, yes or no? Yes. <laughs> oh, yes, boy. Uh, tell me a little bit more about that. Well, there's, I, think, I, I, I think of it myself as there being two parts to it. Uh, when I was uh, an academic for uh, over 20 years uh, or more, I, uh, I studied philosophy and theology and uh, wrote uh, you know, a fair bit on those matters. And so then when I was starting a band, like a lot of my music had you know, some of that influence, like a lot of blues and country does anyway. And uh, so I decided that if I, was, I wanted to call myself Reverend Dave in the vein of like a Reverend Gary Diggs or something like that. And so I signed up for the Universal Church of Life, paid my $40, and became an official reverend. Oh, wow. And how long have you been at that? Uh, well, I mean, you know, it doesn't... It doesn't ask you to do very much. It's just uh, it's just to get the title, right? Uh, but like did that in I think it was twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen. Oh wow! Yeah. So uh, I uh, it uh, it's one of me, and I think it speaks truly to uh, to some of the content and the music, some of its roots in gospel and that as well, right? Yeah, absolutely. Now, um, uh, what were those first few years in the uh, music industry like? Because uh, I'd say you recently just joined music, and uh, now correct me if I'm wrong here, I would imagine you uh, played some music uh, out on the West Coast uh, for many, many years before you decided to form uh, the Sin Eaters. So uh, what were those first few years in music like? Well, it was it was interesting. I mean, I, I, because I was you know working full-time and raising children and that, I really couldn't uh, devote myself full-time to music. So there were a number of hits and sticks and a number of bands and sometimes playing and sometimes, you know, taking a break from it all. And finally, um, 2017, 2018, uh, decided to start working towards uh, a more full-time career in music and to develop uh, the concept of Reverend Dave and the Sin Eaters to provide, a, you know, a vehicle for the songs I was writing in an Americana or country blues vein. Mm-hmm. So it's really been since I would say 2018 that the senators have really taken form. Uh, yeah, one of the you know major moments was when uh, when our fiddle player Tom Brennan and uh, also uh, our guitar player Dan Hiltz joined. The, the sound of the music started to take form, and then in later iterations of the band around 2020, uh, our bass player Scott Shepard and our drummer uh, Daryl Parrott. Joined, and that's the cast who played on the uh, Beams of Love album. And so we've been together now for uh, for a couple of years, uh, going into our third year. And uh, it's very exciting that um, that our you know the long hours of practice and rehearsal and the vibe that exists between us is, is getting recognition uh, through the CMA uh, couple of nominations. That's wonderful. Now, um, I want to go back to uh, 2018 first, because uh, this current lineup of Reverend Dave and the Sin Eaters wasn't the case. Um, you had um, Louis McDonald uh, as part of your group uh, for the uh, album Dark Water. Now, um, how did the uh, idea of Reverend Dave and the Sin Eaters uh, come together? Well, it was, uh, you know, again, the, uh, the gospel element in Roots and Country is very prominent 
you know, when, when you look into the history of that music. And so that drew me to the Reverend Dave. And then I needed a name to go with uh, Reverend Dave. And a friend of mine, uh, Ken Jacobson, actually suggested Sin Eaters. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> but a Sin Eater is someone um, who, uh, in certain villages and towns, when, when a person dies, a big feast is prepared, and the Sin Eater eats the feast in order to symbolize removing the sins from the person, which I think is cool. And that's part of the spirit of the the band, you know, where we're, we want to be sort of radically inclusive and open. The people and perspectives, and um, so Louis came along. Louis uh, produced, co-produced with me our first album, Dark Water, which had received a Music and L nomination in the folk roots category. And um, really, uh, as he was producing, you know, he uh, co-wrote uh, one of the songs with me. Uh, the uh, uh, what's that called? Uh, so the wind and. Uh, also, uh, he, you know, played a couple of instruments on the album, uh, particularly uh, piano and keys. So it was really wonderful uh, working with Lou. He did provide an amazing uh, uh, insight and help with the band growth, you know? That's wonderful, man. Now, um, when it comes to your sound, I mean, the sound is pretty expansive. I mean, uh, on your website here... Uh, your inspirations come from the likes of Bob Dylan and Leonard Cohen when it comes to your songwriting. And then Dan Hiltz's guitar style is steeped in country folk like John Prine and Emmylou Harris. Kanina Kana to Neil Young and the Hip. And, uh, of course, Scott Shepard brings his uh, jazz background into things. And then Tom Brennan with his uh, folk background. Um, what are some of the sounds and influences that, you know, make up the, the Sydney Eater sound? Yeah, it's... Uh... It's really, it's very uh, joyful like, to have these people with the different interests and different streams of music uh, come together and to, you know, allow them each to have a moment, each to have a voice in the overall sound. Um, you know, certainly if you, um, you know, if you look at something like Western Swing, which, you know, Bob Wills and the Texas Playboys, I mean, the jazz elements of that, the complexity music, number of the instruments, uh, is really, uh, you know, it's a kind of very kind of inclusive music in terms of the, the roots of it. And and often, I think, Americana music, you know, if you think of it, oddly enough, you know, the great Canadian purveyors of Americana, the Neil Young and, uh, and the band, for example, you know, you get all these different styles from the you know, 50s rock and roll and rockabilly uh, into, you know, the kind of folk rock that the Birds and Dylan were creating. And then, you know, into more contemporary sounds, some of the best contemporary Americana artists like Jason Isbell and uh, Lucas Nelson are all uh, bringing these sounds together. Probably for me, the major influence musically and in terms of the way I hear music uh, well, besides my father, who had an extremely eclectic taste, is Willie Nelson. Uh, you know, when you listen to <laughs> Willie Nelson's uh, many albums, uh, I mean, he's recorded with all manner of different styles. Uh, and that really appeals to me, too. Because, you know, music is a, is a kind of a universal language. Mm -hmm. And 
and all these different streams, you know, all have the same uh, musical structures and cores. And it is, it's a wonderful exploration to see where they can connect and how you can create something out of the various dimensions, you know? Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, and Willie Nelson uh, really is still kicking it today when it comes to music. I mean, uh, at the past Grammy Awards, uh, he won Best Country Album. And uh, just from the uh, list of current performers today, and let me just get the list here for one quick second. But it really goes to show his staying power in country music. I mean, you just look at the likes of, I mean, Luke Combs, Miranda Lambert, Ashley McBride, Maren Morris. All those are modern country artists that are really uh you know the standard bearers of country music today and then you have a legend like willie nelson winning um album of the year uh best country album um it really goes to and show he, like how much of an influence he has been on not just those artists but yourself as well i mean it's, it's breathtaking he's going to be 90 this year right he's the, he's still winning these awards and as a matter of fact zach i'm going to plug uh, on february the 25th at the rotary arts center uh, Reverend Dave and the Senators are going to be doing a tribute to Willie Nelson in celebration of his 90th birthday. And uh, Louis McDonald is going to be a special guest. Oh, yes, why? Yeah, so we're very excited. It's uh, something I've been thinking about for a long time. And uh, now with his 90th birthday coming up, really, uh, we're very excited about that. Yeah, and the Rotary Arts Center is a wonderful place to uh, have shows over there. I was over there a couple of times during Music Celebration Week in Cornerbrook. And uh, it may only hold about 100 people, but the uh, atmosphere there is just absolutely fantastic. And uh, credit it's, to David Smallwood. wonderful. Yeah, and the credit in the world to David Smallwood and Noah Hamilton for uh, all the hard work they put into that center as well. And also uh, Brad Randall, who, was, who you know just provides a lot of value. I know uh, oh, yeah, I forgot he's about him. Uh, produced a couple of shows there for us and just, uh, just remarkable, you know. Yeah, they really, they do a fine job. <laughs> and he's actually uh, told me how to wrap a uh, microphone, an XLR cable, because I was just pretty terrible at it. So Brad, shout out to you, my friend, for teaching me how to wrap a uh, XLR cable. I'm getting better at it, man. So uh, if you hear this podcast, uh, I'm doing better. <laughs> Excellent. I know. And it, it, once you start, it, it becomes an almost an obsession to get the uh, wrapping quite correct, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Now, of course, uh, when the East Coast Music Award nominations came out, 58 nominations came from Newfoundland and Labrador, second only to Nova Scotia. And two of those are from you. Now, um, country artist, or country recording, I should say, uh, recording of the year, and uh, blues recording of the year. Uh, when you first heard about those nominations, uh, what was going through your mind? It was it was really sort of uh, a shock, to be honest. I mean, you know, we're um, we're relatively early in our career as a band, and we're get, you know we're really trying to make the music we love, and trying to um, to to keep it you know uh, close to our hearts. So we're you know we're we're not uh, necessarily trying to appeal to anything. We're just trying to make the music we love, and to get this recognition was so was so unexpected. And so valuable to us as a band, you know, uh, like the hours that you put in, uh, the recognition for all that rehearsal, the recognition for my songwriting and the co-writing on the album, the recognition for our producer, co-producer Don Ellis, who uh, really, we've had a wonderful experience 
uh, working with him. Uh, it just, uh, and, you know, the recognition because it's for our band, but also for another Newfoundland musician. Um, and that that recognition extends to all of Atlantic Canada is really, uh, it's just a great thing that helps, uh, you know, widen our audience. And, uh, and it's just, uh, it's just marvelous. I can't, couldn't be more excited. Yeah, absolutely. And that actually leads into my uh, next uh, question. Um, over the past year or so, you've joined uh, Pharos Music, uh, a management company run by Derek Sturge, who actually has a nomination himself for Artist Management of the Year. Uh, what's it like to have Derek Sturge on your team and guide your careers? Yeah, Derek's just been a, been a tremendous support and influence, uh, particularly in the um, uh, marketing of the album. And uh, and to this uh, to this point, you know, I think a lot of credit goes to him for uh, for the steps he took to uh, to bring it to the interest of various radio stations and so on, and for the guidance he gave us in in doing that. Uh, also, uh, thanks to Darius, you know, I made some connections with some of the other artists in uh, in Farris Music and. Uh, you know, we've played with them at a showcase here in Cornerbrook, and also we're, uh, uh, I, I host a songwriter circle at the Hue and Draw uh, Hotel and the Boomstick Restaurant. And uh, they, uh, you know, some of the Pharos artists are coming over as songwriters to take part in the songwriter circle. So it's, it's been a very valuable connection, very, really appreciate the support. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, that's the one hotel I was never at during Music Celebration Week, the Hue and Draw, and uh, I believe uh, when uh, me and the rest of the Music L team, when I was working for them, uh, were driving by and seeing uh, all the uh, great people down there, it looked like a lot of fun, and I was kind of jealous. Excellent. It is. It's a wonderful spot, and uh, they're very supportive of um, of the music artists, uh, They've, they've really bent over backwards to help us uh, get the songwriter circle of what SS Music NL, which is supporting it also. And uh, how big of a help have they been uh, to uh, your career as well? Because uh, 58 nominations, I think, is the most um, Newfoundland Labrador has ever had at the East Coast Music Awards. Well, it's wonderful. I mean, they, uh, they certainly uh, have an amazing network and uh, supporting artists in um, in Newfoundland and Labrador. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm very grateful to uh, how they've helped. Awesome. Now, of course, uh, February 25th is when you're going to be having that uh, tribute to Willie Nelson at the Rotary Arts Center. But um, what else right. is next for you uh, when it comes to uh, Reverend Dave and the Sin Eaters? Well, on the 24th, <laughs> interestingly enough, uh, some of the members, we formed another band with some other people and we're, uh, we're playing at a, had a murder mystery at the Hue and Draw, actually, at the, at the Best Dogs Cafe. Yes, boy. And, uh, yeah, we're playing 1920s music, which is uh, is pretty exciting. Uh, also, um, I, I have plans to uh, to try to make a jazz album with, uh, with some artists on the West Coast here. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I've been working with uh, Noah Hamilton, uh, arranging some some songs I've written, and, uh, and hopefully we can uh, put it together in a, in a kind of sweet jazz context. 
Yeah, that's wonderful, Dave. Well, Dave Petal of Reverend Dave and the Sin Eaters, it was a pleasure to get to know you a little better. And congratulations to you and the band again on your two East Coast Music Award nominations. And best of luck in Halifax in May. David Petal, thank you so much for joining me on the Musical Connections podcast. You have a wonderful day and uh, all the best to you again. You too. Thanks a lot, Zach. And there you have it. That was my conversation with Reverend Dave Petal of Reverend Dave and the Sin Eaters. From their brand new album, Beams of Love, which is up for two East Coast Music Awards, here is Love on the Musical Connections podcast. <laughs> When you realize you're just like your mom and your dad Then maybe, just maybe, they weren't so terribly bad And you see just how much they gave and how little you knew To the eyes of the ones who are looking now to you. Love, 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 love is the beginning. Love, 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 love from which we descend. It grounds and astounds you, confounds and surrounds you. Spinning around in an orbit of love that never will end, and you wonder just how they can make it in a world that's so cruel with jokers and jesters and cowboys and pirates and fools. Shine a little light on the paths that lead through the woods Through the branches and brambles and all the bad neighborhoods Surrounds you, you're spinning Around in an orbit of love That never will end Moments are melting like snow Still I carry them here in my heart Wherever I go From walking and talking Dancing, romancing and all I remember exactly the moment You started to crawl Love, love, love.
astounds you, confounds and surrounds you, you're spinning around in an orbit of love that never will end. going to wrap up episode 12 of musical connections a big thank you to dave pedal from reverend dave and the sin eaters you can check out reverend dave's content by going to reveranddave.ca and over the next couple of weeks or so we'll be featuring some more east coast musical award nominees and juno nominees as well from this province so uh stay tuned to musical connections for that and you can also like and subscribe on apple or spotify to the podcast and leave a comment while you're there as well as it helps out the show a lot if you want to be a guest or you got a song for newfound releases send it to me musicalconnectionsnl at gmail.com and new episodes drop every tuesday at 12 noon newfoundland standard time that's going to wrap up musical connections for this week thank you for connecting i've been your host zach snow stay safe and please be kind to one another and until next time safe home